You probably thought I wasn't going to do this this week. But you were wrong. Sorry to disappoint if you're hoping I didn't or you think these are pointless. That doesn't matter. It is January, tw- oh, almost a 20, January 31st, 2020, Friday. Uh, didn't really have much to say on Monday when I was going to upload. Uh, this weekend was fantastic. Wedding was awesome. Great to see two friends get married and celebrate with them. But then really not a ton happened um, on top of that worth worth talking about. So I figured I would just take this week to iron out the kinks of exactly what my job was going to be or what the meeting was going to turn out to be on, on Tuesday. And we had the meeting. It was scheduled for 30 minutes. Started 11 minutes late, so at about 19 minutes, which was absolutely wonderful with sarcasm. As I expected, it was just uh, basically a statement of this is what we've done. There you go. This is what it is. Asked some questions about, you know, who they talked to to come up with this decision. The answer was no one, which was surprising to no one. So that's what it is, and now we have a plan, quote-unquote plan, to meet in a few weeks to get an understanding of what my job is because they have no idea what my job description is, what my goals are, or anything. So as you can imagine, super confident that they're going to actually do a good job understanding what I do and I have a massively positive outlook on my role in the coming months. You can't sense sarcasm. It is there in blankets, I promise. So that's really it. That's all I really want to say about it. Nothing exciting. Nothing that I didn't call already. It's almost hilarious how predictable stuff like this is and almost funny how obvious it is that um, none of this was thought out completely. And I I truly believe it's someone just trying to get a gold star um, for doing something because they're super bored. And this is their way that they get their gold star so they get a promotion in a few months. But who knows? I wouldn't be surprised, though. So I figure this week I'll share a little personal journey with you because I think it's not... Well, it's a little interesting. It's something that's interesting to me anyway. So there we go. I'm the only one in the room right now. So I guess I get to talk about something that is interesting to me. I've been kind of plateauing or relatively stagnant for the last month or so, which I guess is kind of good considering the fact that I've been sick for a little while, um, thankfully completely feeling better, but I've been sick for a while and, you know, just trying to get through this whole work thing and a couple other things kind of around Uh, But I've been stagnant with my weight. I've been trying to lose weight for quite a while. And not to say that I was ever really super big or anything like that. I was, um, let's see, in 2019. So January 1st of 2019, I was about 195 pounds, I think. It was was really close to there. Somewhere, you know, plus or minus half a pound. I was 195 pounds and that was the biggest I had been or heaviest I have been since um, 
sometime in college and I had done a pretty good job with fending off the travel weight and going to restaurants all the time and uh, getting drinks and big meals and all that stuff. So I, you know, I, I wasn't necessarily beating myself up about it, but I knew if I really wanted to be running more and kind of increase my fitness level, I was going to need to drop some weight and get back to a uh, kind of comfortable, um, happy weight to be at. And for me, that as a six foot one person, that's around 180 pounds, give or take. So I had about 15 pounds to lose, which I know it's, you know, comparison to some people, it's not a lot because it's 15 and not like 100, but it's still a, a, a decent portion um, to lose. But the biggest thing I, I told myself is it doesn't have to happen today. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to happen tomorrow take your time and just get it done. If you keep making progress on it, you'll eventually get there. And that's really what I did. So I started to just exercise more. That was, that was it. I didn't, I didn't focus on really anything, but I knew kind of where my behavior was mapping to um, that 195 pound area. And, and so all I did was make some type of change. Just one thing. It was all. It was just move more, um, and I've you know talked about it a little bit before. You know how to lose weight and stuff. But here's kind of what I did. All I did was move more at first, exercise more, get more active minutes, half hour, four times a week, half hour, five times a week, something like that, just to keep sweating and and moving. Because the the only thing that you can do to lose weight, I've said it before, I'll say it again, is you can move more and eat less. It's a calorie deficit through and through. So you can take one, a, you know, a fad diet or, you know, you can, you can do your inter intermittent fasting or whatever diet it is. Keto, um, you know, before people were doing the Atkins diet was super popular. Any of these fad types of diets, they work because they restrict what you eat and therefore people tend to not replace that with other food they just replace it with nothing they're like oh well you know okay so no carbs no bread okay well i'm just not gonna eat bread they don't take bread and replace it with um you know some other calorie dense food they just take out bread and what that does is force a calorie deficit but you think it's the fact that you're not eating bread. In reality, you're just not eating as much. And that's how it always works. With intermittent fasting, you're only allowed to eat for a certain amount of time per day. So you're eating less because you're not going to get as full in four or six hours, however long you have to eat. You're, you're not going to be able to eat as much over that amount of time. It's all it is. It's a calorie deficit. So I was moving more, exercising a little more. And then I started to count my calories and that, that was it. I literally just did the most basic math I could possibly do, which was burn more calories and eat fewer of them. And with that, over time, over an entire year, I went from 195 to 184, which is pretty much what I weighed in at at the exact same time uh, a year before. And I ensured that I weighed myself 
as frequently as I could. So anytime I was home, I weighed myself basically every day at the same time every day after the same thing. So weigh yourself right when you get up or let's say like get up, go to the bathroom, weigh yourself. It's consistent and that is that's key because if you weigh yourself right when you get up one day and then the next day you weigh yourself right before you go to bed and the day after you weigh yourself at lunchtime is going to be completely different amounts of stuff in your body. So you want a consistent point to weigh yourself. And the reason why you want to do it frequently is because you can start to see the trend. You, It's totally possible if you weigh yourself once a week to see that, you know, if you weigh yourself every Monday morning, let's say you're a little bit heavier Monday morning just because you maybe eat out more or something on the weekends and you're finding that you're hitting yourself at your 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 heaviest every week. And it can be a little bit discouraging. So you want to weigh yourself as often as possible and plot it on a graph. If you have like MyFitnessPal or uh, an iPhone with with the Apple Health, there's ways that you can you you add that in and it'll graph it for you so you can see that you will bug you will go up, you'll go down, you go up and down, and you can see that trend downward over time. And that's the most important part is seeing that trend go downward. And it will so long as you're honest with yourself. So you want to be honest with yourself in how much you're exercising and how much you're eating. So that 45-minute spin class that you started a workout on your Apple Watch and it said that you burned 700 calories in 45 minutes, that is wrong. You burn about 100 calories per mile running, roughly. So the way you burn more calories in, let's say, 45 minutes of running is you go faster and you go for, you know, more more miles. And 100 calories per mile at about 150 beats per minute heart rate, it get you about 100 calories-ish. It might be a little bit more, but as always with exercise, it's better to under-report the calories that you burn in exercise and over-report the calories that you're eating. So if I go for a four-mile run and I say I burned 400 calories, but I actually burned 450, that means I've, quote-unquote, shorted myself 50 calories. But that's a benefit to me because that's 50 calories I'm not going to eat. And then if I actually ate... um, 900 calories for dinner, but my estimates put it at a thousand. That means it's I'm counting for a thousand calories I didn't actually eat. So within that day, I've now essentially earned 150 extra calories because I underreported workout and I overreported food, which is only going to help me in the long run. Now, granted, you want to try and be as accurate as possible, but you're not going to be perfect. So if you can, under-report, be conservative with your exercise, and over-report with your food. So eat a, a little bit less food than you think you did and put that into a calorie tracker. The other thing to remember is if you are tracking calories, remember the drinks, the alcohol, the soda, the anything that's not water or like iced tea with no sweetener or coffee with nothing. If you have a latte, put that in because it's a lot of milk. Totally fine, you just have to account for it. So at the at the tail end of last year, I kind of went off the bandwagon of tracking all my calories. 
right around holiday time, just a lot of stuff was going on and I was still traveling and trying to just kind of keep everything straight. So I said, you know what? Let's just go off the bandwagon. Totally fine. As long as you get back on. And this morning I weighed in at 182.6 pounds. So from a year and a month, I am down nearly 13 pounds. Not exactly at my goal. And I'd actually like to be slightly under 180 pounds before this marathon that I have in May. But as of now, it's progress. And notice that it's 13 months, 13 pounds. It was about a pound a month. Yeah, you can lose weight faster. Absolutely. And if you have more weight to lose, you're going to lose it faster. And if you have, let's say, 100 pounds to lose, and you're trying to do it in, let's say, a year and a half, you're going to lose a lot of it quickly. And then you're going to get used to like, oh, this month I lost 25 pounds. This month I lost 18 pounds. And then all of a sudden you're going to hit some months where you lost two or three. And it's going to get discouraging, but you have to take it in a percentage of what you actually weigh uh, to kind of keep on track with, with not getting discouraged at it. So I'm pretty happy with my progress. And, you know, I, I also wanted to take a, a step back today and look at, you know, look at that trend over time because it's just, you know, just had some, you know, with both those weddings this month and getting back into the work travel stuff, I just kind of felt bloated and kind of chubby all month long. And I had to kind of check in with myself and be like, well, you know what? It's okay. Enjoy yourself for a little bit. Just get back on that train and keep hitting that progress as much as you can. And that's what I want to give to anyone listening is that Anything is okay to get off that train for a little bit. Sometimes you have to, regardless of what is happening or, or what's going on, or maybe there's just a couple awesome new restaurants you need to try. And, you know, you say, okay, I'm just going to sacrifice a little bit of progress for it. That's totally fine. Just remember to always get back on it. It's never too late. It's never impossible to get back on and keep going. Even if you took a step back, just Focus on how you can go forward from there. So that's I'm so I'll wrap it up there. I didn't really want to rant about this reorg at work again for too long. Wanted to give a little update, but didn't want to rant too long and wanted to kind of share something that I've been working on for quite a while. Just so everyone knows it's not it's not a quick thing. It's not a it's not some trick or some pill or some tea that you can drink or any, if anyone is selling you pills or teas or other crap that says you're going to lose X amount of weight and Y amount of time, and it's going to be super quick. It's not, you're going to most likely lose a lot of water weight or you're going to see initial results and then you're going to stop and then you're going to go back to square one. It's, it's a math problem. Calories in calories out guaranteed to be successful as long as you're honest with yourself. And if you need help or accountability, reach out, say hi. Any way to contact me publicly is down or is in the description of the podcast. Click on one of them, send a message. Uh, yeah, I want to help any way possible. Anything I can do. Don't be shy. Just say hi. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Take care.